guys, welcome to episode 100 of the Double Bogey Show. Finally hit triple digits, and today is going to be an electric one. We recap Tyler's wedding. We go over the first PGA Tour Canada Pro-Am that I was able to play in. And then we also outlined the best moments of the first 100 episodes in Double Bogey Show history. We hope you guys enjoy the episode, and thanks for sticking with us through the first 100 episodes. They piped that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs> breakfast ball. <laughs> The energy in the room is palpable. Guys, episode 100. We're back. Worst hype horn of all time. And I'll be honest, this has been... Uh, the final episode. This is it. <laughs> yep. Triple digits. Uh, the only episode that is, has been better than this one is episode 69. Classic. I know you guys enjoyed that one. Um, but I think this is going to this is gonna take the top spot. There's a lot of energy in the room today. Mm-hmm. Um I've been really looking forward to this episode because there's so, we have a lot of stuff to We've talk been about. Sucking down rock stars at 6 a.m. We're ready to oh, roar. This is gonna be good. Uh. Um, so today's gonna be an electric episode. We have uh actually three separate segments today. First, we do two. First three segment episode of all time, I think. I don't remember what we did for episodes yeah, one to thirty. I don't know what we used to do, but um I was nowhere near this place. Mitch no, was packing. Oh yeah, also the the rotating producer chair. Mitch is in the seat today. What's up? I'm back. Okay. <laughs> we okay. I, and I think you guys have probably noticed through 100 episodes that we just can't keep a fucking Holy producer around. Holy shit! We've had what? We've this is four. Did we go four? solo right away, or do we have a producer? Um, I think we had Jake in the chair, but he didn't say anything. Okay, so it went Jake, Cody. We actually poached Cody from this podcast. We interviewed yep. he had his podcast mm-hmm. on and then we're like, we're gonna take you from yours. Yep. So Jake, Cody, Mitch, Matt, Jake, and back to Mitch. So hey, six like revolving producers. Yeah. I will I mean, say not six total, but six two yeah. weeks in a row. Yeah, Mitch is back two weeks in a row. We're gonna oh, we're yeah. gonna you gotta give me the mute button so I can mute you if I need to. No, no, no. Mute button stays with me. Okay. okay. Um too much but, power in Mitch's hands. Where's Jake? It is it it, it is wild. Um I, I can be completely honest with you and tell you that I have not listened. I've never listened to episode one in my entire life. It's bad. Um and I can it's about really imagine fucking bad. I would assume it's just as bad as You Bet Your Radio episode number one. Not as bad as that. We Okay, well that's good. Yeah, because we had both been podcasting with You Bet Your Radio for a while when we started this. We just didn't know each other yet. Yeah, we didn't have chemistry one. Two, we had no fucking clue what like that's the name of the episode. What the hell are we gonna talk about? And yeah. we truly didn't know. Cause and we started that in like what October November when the golf yeah. season was over and you and I had golfed together like twice three times maybe yeah, I mean if that yeah ah uh, yeah you're right because we yeah we yeah we started filming before that right and then we yep started the pod okay Oof. um so I I have not listened back to episode one but um to those of you who have been listening since day one uh, we obviously really appreciate you guys being here because you stuck with us through. The really shitty times, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's been multiple times where our page has almost just gotten axed from the company. And uh, we kept going, we kept going, we kept, uh, had a couple videos hit. Um, we've had more videos hit. We started selling some merchandise. Um, we got to go to a lot of cool tournaments. 
podcast numbers have been going up consistently over, I would say, that's, the last six months. Like, that's what got us to keep the pop. Like, yes. The people continuing to listen and telling their friends and getting more listeners in. Like The growth is what matters, and it's been consistently growing since episode one, and that doesn't happen unless you guys listen to all the episodes. I mean, it's yeah. it's been kind of surreal because, like we just said, we're two dudes that didn't really know each other. They only golfed with each other three times and decided to start a fucking golf podcast. Yeah. And now we're a hundred episodes deep. The podcast is rolling. Yep. It is a finely tuned machine at this point, minus the rotating producer. <laughs> we'll get one eventually. <laughs> we'll find a steady here eventually. I mean, it's, it's honestly been kind of humbling. So hundred oh, percent. Like, thank you guys. Seriously. So let's, uh, let's do it. Well, and I, I just want to put on top of that too. Um, because the podcast numbers have been rolling, that's because you guys are, like you said, Tyler, sending it to friends, doing mm -hmm. all that. So if you could do us one favor today, um, that is just to send it to a friend and say, hey, I really enjoy this type of this podcast, this type of content. Um, and it's easy for us because we're just two, we're two guys like the thousands of people who are listening to this right mm -hmm. now. We have the same, very similar to the same rounds as you guys. We do the same things on the courses, you guys. Uh, we play a lot like you guys. I know there's some hardos out there like me. I know there's some casuals out there like Tyler. And um, you know, there's some cheeseheads like Mitch. Like Mitch. Yep. That shoots 120. So, But it's easy for us to relate because that's just what we do on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because whenever in during the summertime, whenever I go to the lake, um, I rarely, these days I get up at about 6, 30, 7 o'clock, um, Monday through Friday. But come Saturday, Sunday morning, I'm up at about 5.50, 6 a.m. <laughs> because I have a golf round to get to. Mm -hmm. And uh, my father-in-law always asked me, he's like, oh, going golfing again this morning? I said, I said, yep, heading out to the course right now. And I do that because I want shit to talk about mm -hmm. on the next week's podcast. So thank you for giving me an excuse to get out of the house <laughs> and, and go golf. And um, yeah, thanks to all you guys for listening. So we're going to dive into it, obviously. Um, we've been waiting to talk about Tyler's wedding here for like six weeks. Not, I'm not a dead man walking anymore, right? I'm just a dead man. Well, yeah. I'm just dead. Yes. I'm dead inside and out. And honestly, um, marriage is, I, I really like marriage. Me too. Marriage is great. Um, so far it is not different especially at if you, all. Especially <laughs> if you marry your best, your best friend. Yes. Because I mean, think about this. Actually, you know, it's kind of weird that I spend more time with you than I do my own mm -hmm. wife. Which is crazy it's in very today's weird. world. Um, that's why I really enjoyed paternity leave is because like I had two straight weeks with my wife that yep. I've never been able to do before. Uh, minus on like we went on a seven day honeymoon, but right. that's not two weeks. Right. I mean, it's I mean, I had a few days off for the wedding, but it was nice to just and we didn't have the kids either. Mm -hmm. So it was like we did the whole mini moon thing because we're not going to go to Mexico in august when it's hotter than balls in mexico so we'll yeah. go in the winter but it was it was sweet just to like it hasn't just been the two of us in years yeah <laughs> well yeah you didn't really get i mean it was my wife my now wife it was us two for like 12 years mm -hmm. before we had baby cal uh six weeks ago yeah so uh we got a lot of time together before we put kids in the mix and you did not yeah we got we got seven months <laughs> before she was pregnant. So it was like a year yeah. and a half, but she was pregnant for half of it. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that had to have been, and that had to have been probably the most enjoyable time you've had so far. Yeah, it was a blast. And like, we didn't even go anywhere special, didn't do anything crazy. It was just sweet to hang out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got nothing going on. I was dangerously close to asking her if she wants to start golfing with me, but I didn't. Really? Yeah. 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 
I didn't. I got. I need something for me. You know, I got to yeah. keep it. Yeah, but I I'll, feel that. I'll do the. I'll do the one to two rounds a year with her, but I can't yep. make her my regular golf partner. Yeah, I do like. Uh, I do like bringing my wife out to golf, um, but. It's just a, it's a different dynamic, um, to where like, just depends on what I'm like, what I'm striving for that mm -hmm. round. Am I striving to be super competitive and talk some shit and drink a bunch of beers? Well, Becca's more competitive than me really? and she just expects to be good at it. Yes. And then gets yes. fucking pissed when she's not like, well, you never golf. It's How also like, we have done, been doing this for over three years and we are still not good. Yeah. Like, why do you think you're just going to automatically stand up there and be good at this game? Yeah. And golf is not the type of game that you want to start, uh, you want to pick up if you just have always been good at mm -hmm. certain things. Because it, it is very humbling. It's like a great, the great equalizer. Like, yes, athleticism matters in golf, but you can't just get by with being an awesome athlete. Oh, 100%. And we, we've talked about this before. It's like, we're going to be golfing for the next 40 plus years mm -hmm. and we might not be good. Um, actually, when we put that clip out, there are a lot of people that said like, huh, it's funny you guys say that. Like, keep, keep thinking that. Keep thinking that you're going to get good eventually because that's not how it goes. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Eat shit. I'm going to do what I need to do in order to be good. And I don't know what good is in, in my mind. I think you got to define you're that. Close. I think it's more so just ending around being satisfied like, hey, I played well today. I hit every shot as good as I could have. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I don't think that'll ever happen. The never they will never years? be around in our forty years of golf where we'll finish and be like every single shot I hit today was as good as it could have been. Yeah, I mean we'd be winning tournaments if that was. Yeah, bad. we'd be playing solo. Even uh, Tiger, I guarantee you, Tiger will he'll win the Masters by ten strokes and be like I could have played better. Yeah, I mean look at Rory McIlroy. Yeah. Um, round one of the FedEx Cup, which shout out Rory, he won mm -hmm. the FedEx Cup Tour Championship. Mm -hmm. What a guy to do it. He's been this huge advocate for the PGA for um, since Liv came into the picture. Yep. And now he goes and went like what a big dick move for him to do. Uh, massive. But he uh, I can't remember if it was triple or quadruple bogeyed the, the whole uh, like was the first. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's the first hole on day number one. And it's like, dude, the guy and he was already strokes back from Scotty who starts 10 under, mm -hmm. uh, which is also a, a fucking weird format. I don't really understand Me like, either. Like you're already given the best guy on tour, like this huge lead. I I don't know. Anyway, well, that's what you're playing for all year is that lead. That is true. That is so true. like he earned it by winning so many tournaments. Yeah, not very true. Is that kind of like NASCAR when they race all year for points and then the person with the most points gets the lead spot? But even yeah, that, kind like, of. Yeah, you get that, the lead spot. But I would say even like ten strokes is more of an advantage. I don't know shit about NASCAR, so I could be talking out of my ass. Yeah. But it just seems to me that. Just having the lead spot in a race doesn't seem like as much of an advantage as no. having a 10-stroke like buffer when you it's start like you're around. It's like starting yeah. 25 laps up. Yeah. And there are guys starting there are guys that start yeah. nine under and eight under and seven under, but still, like to catch even to catch the top guy in the world by three strokes is tough. it's tough. Yeah. And I don't I can't remember where Rory started, but regardless, he went and won the tour championship. Big swing and dick move for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he triple, I want to say triple or quad bogey the first hole. I saw a stat or something too. It's like he shot the lowest round in history with a quad bogey. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Like the lowest round that included a quad bogey, yeah. not like the lowest of all time. Yep. Yeah. Um, so walk me through the weekend. Uh, not, not this past weekend, but yep. the weekend before that you got married. I did. So I took off work on Thursday, just got a whole bunch of shit ready. And then Friday is groom supper day day before the wedding calm before the storm 
we get into the reception venue because we did the wedding and reception in different locations. Yep. So we get in at 9 a.m. to set up the reception venue, and I am under the impression that we're going to need to set up everything, right? Yeah. Tables, chairs, stand for the bridal party, everything. Get there. Half of it's already up. Hell yeah. The venue did all the tables. They did all of the tablecloths. As they should. Yeah, and I didn't... I. I'm pretty sure I said don't because I didn't want to pay for it. Oh, really? Uh, I would assume that's just that's just booked into in. the fee. Yes, yeah. there, there was like tears, and I was like, "Give me the lowest." <laughs> <laughs> I recruit family to come help. Yeah, uh, but we showed up, so like most of the work was done, and then the rest was like centerpieces and music and stuff. And me and the guys can't set up the centerpieces. We'll fuck it up. We'll uh, do it wrong. Yes. Uh, uh, there has to be a thing with weddings where the bride. There's got to be some sort of decision fatigue going on. Oh, yeah. Because everybody and their mother helping set the wedding up is asking mm -hmm. because it's their day. You know, they've yep. been picturing this day since they were since they were young girls. Mm -hmm. And it's like, where do you want this? How does this look? Where should we put that? What do we want to do with this? And it's fucking exhausting. I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. So what we and the guys did is we just put shit out in the spots we thought it might be. Yeah. And then let them fine tune it that's kind of like the podcast studio i just set shit on this table and you put it where yep, you needed to exactly so uh so when we finished we were originally going to golf at like two o'clock because we thought we'd be setting up all morning long and me and most of the groomsmen were there helping set up and at like 10 30 we're like we're fucking done time to start drinking 11 30 really uh, so we're like you guys want to like go get around you want to go get nine in before the rest of the all the people are going to show up to golf yeah and we're like, yeah, let's do it. So we drove to the golf course. We changed in the parking lot and just got super lucky. They're like, yeah, we got an 11.50 and a noon. And so then we played, we did a, it was six guys. It was me, Connor, and four other groomsmen. And we played the four groomsmen versus me and Connor match play. Wow. And we kicked the shit out of them. Wow. Yeah. Well, like there was one, so it was, it was Matt. Lane, uh, Matt, Matt, oh, because okay, 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 yeah. he's the DJ, so yeah, okay, yeah, he was yeah, involved yeah. in a lot of stuff. Matt was there the whole time, gotcha. So it was Matt, Lane, Ben, and guy Nick. Oh, I can only imagine you crush those guys, yeah. But like, you'd think <laughs> having two extra shots because Nick can bomb it. Lane is, you know, Lane's good for a handful of them, and yeah. Matt's good for a handful. Ben, very, very new, didn't take much of his, but he can putt, yeah, right? Okay, so we're like, this is going to be even. Because it's not going to be even if we go put split me and Connor up and then whoever gets lane is just going to win. Yeah. Um. So we played and Connor and I, we were up four holes to nothing and we're on the fifth hole and Matt, we watched Matt's drive. He shanked the fuck out of it. Yep. And then I see a random ball that's kind of close to the green and I know it's not his, but I feel bad because yep. we're kicking the shit out of him. What hole? Hole, hole five, the one along the field. Okay. Yep. So if you go right, yep. you're fucked. He yep. went way left, probably in the swamp. Yep. But there was one just left of the green and short, 40 yards. Nice. And I was like feeling bad, like, hey, Matt, I think you're up here. <laughs> and I'm like, I know it's not his ball. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is me. Oh, <laughs> nice. Tell him afterwards. No, that I let him have it. Oh, shit. But I didn't think it mattered because Connor drove it three feet from the green. So we were going to chip on and win either way. So let him have that. So the game would have been over right there. Yeah. Uh, oh no. And it's also my, my new, my future brother-in-law, my sister's boyfriend, Gabe was also there. And so they hit, so there's five versus two. Jesus. Four of them hit fucking awful chips. 
Classic. And then Ben, out of nowhere, sticks one eight feet from the pin. Okay. Um, and I he topped it, rolled through the sand, jumped out of the sand, oh, onto the green, oh, eight feet from the pin. Yep. And then Connor and I hit it. We chipped four feet from the pin, putt in for birdie. And then four more guys missed the eight-foot putt. And then Gabe walks up, and this dude has no finesse whatsoever, banks it off the fucking pin and in. Really? So we, we tie the hole. Next one, we all go deep on that par, par three, three, like yep. super deep. Every all, all eight people, seven people go deep. They fucking chip in to beat us on a hole. So then we played in. uh, I forget who it was. It wasn't Matt. It might have been Lane. Okay. Lane is good at chipping in for some reason. (laughs) Uh, So then they we played it like not true match play. We played it skins match play. So then they got two. Sure. It went all the way into the eighth hole. Then we finally won one. But my dad was sitting there waiting with the crew because it took us so fucking long. We were supposed to start the round with everybody at two. And show up and dad's just in a bad mood. He's like, where the fuck are you? We're all we're all sitting over here waiting for no. you. I'm like, relax. It's raining. It rained the whole time. So we just played yeah. in the rain. Uh, but then we show up and we did the whole rover thing. We made uh, two teams of four. We had 11 guys. And then I played, I played truly four and a half holes with each team. Or no, five and a half holes. That's pretty good. So like the, each, that was their advantage. So like I played with... Grandpa Dave and Uncle Sean and a couple other, I forget who was on whose team, for yep. the first first eight, five and a half holes. No, be four and a half. Four and a half holes. And yep. then I literally waited in the middle of the fairway <laughs> for the next group to come up. So it was even amount of shots for each team. Yep. Uh, rain the whole time. Golfed with my uh, dad's dad for the first time, I think, ever since maybe, or maybe since I was a little kid. Okay. And he putts. He's the weirdest putter I've ever seen in my life. It is all wrist. His arms do not move. He's literally like this. Weird. And he's a fucking sniper. He Dude, has so much touch. He just can't read a line. That just shows you that. I mean, you can watch as many YouTube videos as you want on putting strokes and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all about feel, man. It, Gotta have feel. It was wild. We rolled up to the first tee with the new group, and my dad's just standing there, and he's calmed down by now. He's done, done freaking out on the phone. And he's like, watch Grandpa Al putt. And we're on the putting green. There's only two holes on this putting green. And I watched him make four in a row from like 12 feet with this <laughs> stupid <laughs> fucking wrist thing. It was unreal. Are you going to try it now? No. Okay. Absolutely not. I can't I can't get worse at putting. I don't have time to just get a new putting stroke. Yeah. Uh, but everything went great. Rained a little bit. Got pretty drunk. Had the groom supper there at the course. Um, sang karaoke with my friends afterwards. They kept the clubhouse open really? for us. Um, but yeah, it was a good, good time. How'd Grandpa Dave play? Pretty bad. Really? He played bad when I was with him. I don't know what happened, but... Under a lot of pressure. Yeah. Gotta he, show up for the fam. Yeah, probably first grandkid getting married, right? Um, Yeah, he has a, a step-granddaughter that got married. Okay. But, yeah, kind of consider her a granddaughter. So. Sure. Um, I mean, golfing before weddings, is there anything better? Is it it's so much fun, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. I've no, heard no. it's the best. That's golfing at weddings. I'm talking oh. golfing... Golfing before weddings is possibly the one of the best events of that weekend. Yeah, it was a blast. I had a ton of fun. Because no one cares. We were literally legitimately the next morning, the morning of the wedding, being like, do you guys want to go out and get another nine in or what? Really? And we didn't. It was a smart call by us to not. Yes. Um, but we didn't. Then Saturday, the wedding came. Everything went perfect. Were you uh, nervous? Yeah. I was nervous that things like would either be like way behind schedule or like, and like Becca's really, really close with her grandma and her grandma can't get around 
around very well. She's in an electric wheelchair. Yep. And so I was super nervous. I'm like, how are we going to get her back there? Because like the wedding is in a field. Yep. Essentially, it was on like a, a hill through a, a muddy path in the woods. Yep. Like, how are we going to get her there? I got to make sure that like, one, they feel included because they can't get to all the locations that they want to. And it's like, it was a whole lot of nothing I didn't need to worry about there. Could everyone she, was chill. Could she just have dr- driven it down the path? She could, but it was really fucking muddy. She got stuck. Sure. She just do a wheelchair, uh, uh, so, like a push wheelchair then or? No, we have a... Uh, so we just drove her straight back there in the car. Oh, nice. nice. Yep. Literally drove her almost to her chair and then sweet. got her out and then parked the car around the corner. That's sweet. Um, but yeah, then we had a ranger, like a, a front side and back side. Yep. side by side thing that we kind of taxied. Did you get in that? You, I did, yeah. You guys were the last people there. We were, yeah. And that's classic. Uh, cause I, so I was with Miles that uh, it was me, Meg, Miles, and Ann. And um, Meg is always like, hey, let's show up in like 15 minutes early and get a spot and hang out just just so we're not late, right? And we leave at the very last minute. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know, maybe some construction on the way. That, some held us up. Miles. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, had to that's basically miles. what it was. So we showed up, like, I think uh, the wedding was at 3.30. We showed up at 3.28. <laughs> and uh but luckily we got back there uh ripped ripped on the ranger right back there got our seats right in the back and uh it was all fine and dandy so mm-hmm. um but that morning i golfed with miles that morning mm. and and we were playing with his future brother-in-law and his brother-in-law's brother-in-law okay and you, what did a you follow that? spider web yes so uh, we played this course that uh, I've I've never played before. I I don't know if anyone has ever played this course. Really cool though, Wildflower in DL, and um, it was two v two. Wait, so was it Brendan? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, it was two v two match play. Me and Miles against those two. And oh, so you teamed up with we Miles. Did. We nice. did team up, and uh, it was good. They kicked your ass, didn't they? Uh no. So we were playing uh, twenty bucks a guy for the front uh, front nine score. 20 bucks a guy for the back nine and 20 bucks overall. So 60, like 60 bucks in total yep. per guy. And uh, we lost the front by one and we tied the back. So, and then they won overall. So they won 40 bucks mm. per guy on our team, whatever. So a tie nullifies. Correct. Okay. Yep. Um, I shot a 91. Not, not a great round. Yeah. Couldn't get off the tee box. Miles shot a 94. Um, which he had a phenomenal back nine, and I did not. Mm. So that's why I, I was probably up by 10 strokes uh, if if we were playing against yeah. each other. And we were secretly playing against each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there was a hole that he hit a 10 on, and so I was not worried. did you do basketball? Like for yeah. your scoring? Yeah, we did. Okay. We went best ball for scoring. And um, so when it... <sighs> When it comes to golf and when you're golfing with someone who gets frustrated easily mm. and is looking for like they're they they want to say they're looking for advice but they're not no. actually looking for advice. Um that's a really weird position for me because I know like I know what their motives are. Like they want me to try and tell them what's what's wrong, but I don't want to tell them what's wrong because like sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah. And uh so yeah, there was a, I think this was on hole number 10. This was right at the turn and, and the wheels were fucking falling off <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't know what to say. I don't want to give somebody unsolicited advice and I don't want to give someone advice that they don't want to hear, mm-hmm. uh, especially in that scenario. And also we're playing together on the same team. And then of course you hit that one shot that always brings you back. Yep. So miles lays a, and he didn't lay up on a par five. He went for it on par five. 
ended up a little bit short, probably like 20 yards short, chipped in for eagle. Oh. Nice. And then uh, one of the next two holes was a drivable par four. It was like 265 to the pin. Puts one on the green within 15 feet. Hell yeah. And then he three putted for par. <laughs> <No>. well. <laughs> um, so he had a great back nine, but we ended up losing, which was fine. We were both pissed about it, obviously. Yeah. But it's good to lose together versus one guy being mm-hmm. pissed and mm-hmm. one guy being happy. Mm-hmm. So it actually turned out pretty good. Uh, I haven't actually haven't golfed with him in a while, uh, uh, but you know, I still got it. So I have a very similar story with Miles, but we were playing against each other. Uh, if you're not subscribed to the You Bet Your Radio Patreon, do it because I'm going to tell a story about it. Mm. Um, we did a bachelor party the last Patreon episode before I left for to get married. Yep. And afterwards, I was like, I have... Becca's was like, all right, uh, text me if you need me to pick you up, right? Like, Because I didn't know how much we were going to drink on this thing. Sure. So I had the whole night free. So then I played 18 holes match play on the simulator, Carl's Play Shoutout, uh, with Miles afterwards. And he was... He was kicking my ass the first three holes. He went up three nothing, and then the wheels fell off for him. And I won like the next six in a row. Hell yeah! And <laughs> at one point, he was doing like, "What am I doing wrong?" And then I was like, "Maybe, yes, dude. maybe put it back in your stance a little bit," because <laughs> he was hitting hitting so fat, like hitting yeah. early. Yeah, I'm like, move it back in your stance. That's where your club's hitting. You'll make contact. And I got the hardest fucking death stare from Miles I've gotten in a long time. <laughs> I'm like, you literally asked what you're doing wrong. And I gave this is the best advice I can give you right now. And I just, it was fucking like buzz light your laser beams off his wrist from his eyes. And I'm like, all right, I'll just continue to kick your ass. That's why I just don't say anything. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's why I just don't say anything. Cause I know like he's going to make some good shots and it's going to come around. That happens to everybody. We ended up tying. So it was fine. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. There's sometimes I just want to let him win just to just <laughs> so avoid because I'm I'm fine I don't give a shit it was Whatever. just it was crickets in the bunker oh like, god literally we have crickets in the fucking bunker and that's all you could hear that's why you need music and when you're playing on the sim here yep. you need music going just to break up the silence a little bit yes um, um well, I'm sorry you guys lost I wish yeah you it's won. fine it, 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 no I, it's completely fine we'll we'll beat him again what his brother-in-law had a f- phenomenal round yeah he's pretty good I've golfed with him before yeah he's not bad yeah um. Well, I need to give everyone an update on the Breaking 80. Oh, yes. Breaking 80 series. Yes. Big, big news. Fucking unbelievable round on <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> this past unbelievable Saturday? Unbelievable round on Saturday. This past one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, nice. yeah. Past Saturday. Nice, nice. Um, you guys all know I've never golfed by myself before. And this was the perfect opportunity to do it. So this is, it's weird, Ryan, that all of a sudden you have such a really good round, but you're alone. I know, dude. Ryan. Interesting. Yeah, let, it's let, weird me, how the stars align there. Let me walk you guys okay. through the Breaking 80 saga. Um, is it over? Possibly. <laughs> let me tell you the story Investors? real quick. Investors? Possibly you. Um, so I schedule a 6.54 tea time a.m. Mm-hmm. for Saturday morning. And uh, I mean, also amazed you didn't get paired with anyone. By well, the way. I called that. I ca- I saw there was tea times there because online you can see like you can get this tea time for four people. So I know no one else has gotten in that tea time. And there's also tea times on both sides with four people that you can mm. sign up for. So I knew no one no one was in there. So I called him. I said, "Hey, I just I want to play by myself. Can I get this six fifty four? Because I I think online you have to book with at least like two to four. Yep. They won't let you book a solo." So I got it. I show up and um, I see some guys like behind me kind of getting ready. So I'm like, I fucking book it to the first yep. tee and I hit my tee shot. And at this point in the morning, I, c- I couldn't see anything. I was losing my ball right off the tee. Foggy and dark and a little bit. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so I ended up hitting two balls off the first tee and I found both of them. One was on the right side rough um, and one was on the left side rough. So I took the one on the left side rough, easier shot to the pin and uh, par number one. Okay. And okay. So if you, if you break, if you really break it down, you need to go seven over on a par 72, which this course was, you need to go seven over to break 80. Um, I am cruising through the first mm-hmm. nine. Um, I golfed this entire 18 holes in two hours. Holy shit. Yeah. And I would have golfed it in an hour 45 had I not had to wait for the people in front of me did that you get were a cart walking. Or did you I walk? got a cart. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, so uh next hole is a par three. Put one up uh right on, like short of the pin, right on the edge of the green, and birdie putt lipped out, mm. put it in for par. So I'm even through two. Um number three is a par five. I put a drive right down the middle. It's a bit, it's a big dog leg at about 220 yards. Hit a hybrid, um, a little bit deep, but right down the middle. And uh hit a second shot into the trees. It basically rolled up right next to a tree. Chipped on, two putted, par, even through three. I'm I'm like this in this entire time, <laughs> Tyler. I'm taught I don't like I, you guys don't know who I am when I'm by myself, but I'm kind of a weirdo. <laughs> I uh, like I'm talking to myself, I'm fucking cracking jokes to myself. <laughs> and half the jokes that I crack half the jokes I crack are are like even in public are for myself. Cause I know they'll get me a laugh. So are you cracking a joke? Pausing for dramatic effect and then laughing <laughs> yourself. Kind of, yeah. That's You're, the type of shit I would I, do. I'm imagining Ryan by the tree about to hit his chip. He's like, knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> Who's there? It's me, Ryan. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm cracking jokes. I'm talking to my, I'm talking myself through these shots, um, but it was so seamless. Like when I'm golfing, I know, like, and I get a yardage, I know what club I'm hitting. Mm-hmm. So I'll grab a club, hit it, go find it prepare for the next shot, whatever. And I didn't have to wait for anyone else. It was sweet. There was multiple holes off the tee that the sun was directly in my eyes. Mm. And I purely had to go find that ball based off of feel. Like where you thought it would go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I ended up finding all of them, which is sweet. Cause I mean, with us in your swing, I'm at a point where I can feel where that ball's going. Mm-hmm. Whether I yank it left, whether I maybe push it a little bit right or slice, it doesn't matter. So um, I get to a par three. Um, I am, let's see, I think I'm, I think I'm one, one over through four and I get to a par three. I pull one left, uh, right next to a tree off, like off, right off the car path, chip one on and it's a huge green. I three putted from there. So I double bogey this par three I'm three over and through the rest of the front nine, I, am. Um, I ended up five over. I ended up five over through the front nine, which is still pretty, I mean, shot 41. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, Ryan, well, you need to shoot two over on this back nine in order to break 80. Yep. And I'm like, I've never shot around that good in my life. Ah, no, I have. I've been even through nine before. But, um, I mean, the entire time, that's why I went out there and golf by myself is to break 80. Because I knew I could do it by myself. Yeah, because there's no one there to fact check you. Correct, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I will be honest. I gave myself some two and three foot putts. Yeah. I gave them to myself and then I putted them out and made them. Okay. So that's a, that, that's something that we need to, that we disagree on. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that here in a second. So back nine is going pretty good. I think I'm like one over through four and I could not hit an 80 yard, 80 to a hundred yard chip shot. And I was putting myself in good situations. I also scrambled my ass off. Um, and I'm, let's see, I am two over 
going into number 17. And it's a par three. It's about a buck 78 and it's kind of an elevated green. So it's, it's almost like a little plateau, um, going up. I push one to the right. It hits the side of the plateau and bounces off, um, like off of the, off the plateau. So I probably have a 20 yard chip to the pin chip up, put it within 12 feet. And I'm like, okay, I need to make this par so I can par 18 and, and break 80. The par putt. Um, I pulled the pin. This is the first hole I pulled the pin on because I don't want to fuck around with anything. Mm. Um, it was like a 12-foot slider right to left. Um, I had a good line on it. Hit the putt. It's tracked the entire way. It hit the right side of the hole. It spun all the way around and came right back to my direction <laughs> for par. So I put, it was like a three-footer I was left with. Put that in for bogey. I'm three over through 17 or sorry, three over th- in the back nine. And to I am, reiterate, you need to get two over to break 80. Correct. I'm I'm eight over right now through 17. I'm sitting at an 80, so I need to birdie number 18. So I roll up to 18, and of course, this is the only thing that I'm thinking about <laughs> yep. the entire time. And there's there's water on the left, and I need to miss on... Or there's water on the right. The driving range is also on the right, and I need to either miss left or put one down the middle. Hit a hybrid, about 240, right down the middle. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Let's fucking go. <laughs> I need to hit an 80-yard approach shot onto the green which to give myself a birdie day. putt, which I have not hit all day. Ball first, ball first, ball first, hit ball first. Doesn't matter how mu- how big of a fucking beaver tail you take, just hit ball first. And I chunked it. So I am, uh, again, it's a plateau green. I'm right at the bottom side of it. Probably have a 20-yard chip, and I need to make this chip to break 80. So I let one fly. Three feet short. No. <laughs> Put it in for par. And uh, shot 80. 80. Shot 80. Bad. You can't be mad. I know you're disappointed. It's my best round yes. uh, to this day. And it's three strokes better than my previous best mm-hmm. round, which is an 83. Um, I shot an 80. And I look back to that putt on number 17, the par putt. Mm-hmm. And I keep asking myself, if I left the flag in, would it have hit the pin and dropped in? Maybe. And I think it would have. I do think it would have hit the pin. Was it windy? Uh, no. Then I mean, the conditions it. were perfect. Then it wouldn't hit it because if it circled the cup, no way it would have hit the pin. Yeah, but Without- it, remember, it like dropped in the right side, spun all the way around, and if the if the flag because it's kind of like again, it's like a it's a. The green is leaning one way, so the mm. flag is also leaning that way. So had it had it came back around, hit the flag, and dropped in par, I par eighteen for seventy nine. It just didn't happen. <laughs> lots but of, I lots think, of things in your head you could have done different. A hundred percent. And uh, again, I gave myself some three footers that um, I then putted in, but because I gave them to myself beforehand. Not, you can't give yourself gimmies number one. <laughs> when you're playing by yourself, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I mean, I I could literally say I could just like give myself eight footers. I probably would have shot a seventy five. Also, through this entire round, eleven pars, I didn't have one birdie through really? eighteen holes, and I shot an eighty. Hmm. I doubled one hole, and then I would have what bogeyed five more. Yep. Or six more for eight over. Um. So it was a solid round. So and think about this. You played better than Pat Perez. I did. Yeah. Yeah, because he, I mean, and he, Homie he said made a mid lot. 80s. He lot he made a lot more money than I did. Mm-hmm. But um 
the entire time I was playing, I I didn't want to play for that score, but I internally, I mean, of course, you're. Gonna. I internally, because I knew if I wanted to play for that score, I wouldn't play as good. See, the problem is that you you can't go into it knowing what you need to shoot. Like no, exactly. Fo- follow along with your score, but you can't have that plus seven in your head. No, exactly. You can um, have like, oh sweet, I'm playing pretty fucking good, but you just yeah. never don't add it up. And when I'm don't add it up. When I'm five over on the front, I'm like, I need to go two over on the mm-hmm. back. And I I I couldn't get off the tee box. I was scrambling my ass off for pars. Um, I couldn't score on par fives. I was parring par three. I couldn't stick one close on a par three. And I don't know, I. I caught a lot of good breaks. I hit some trees that it popped out of. I went into the woods where I had perfect shots right to the mm-hmm. green. Um, so overall, it was it was a f- phenomenal round. Number one, PB score eighty. Number two, by myself, can literally talk any. I can talk gibberish to myself all the we, entire time. As far as we know, Ryan could have shot a ninety-five. I could have. He just yeah. shot a one ten. Yeah. But I also know that if I want to break eighty, I have to do it ethically. Yep. Yeah. And that comes down to my three footers that I gave myself and then putted in. I internally gave them to myself. I putted them in. Okay, we have to talk about this. We uh, came up. We were golfing together like two days ago, right? Okay. So, if someone else gives you a putt and then you putt it and miss. In my mind, that putt still that, no. that still counts as a gimme. No, you're supposed to pick the gimme up once given to you. If you put the if I give you a three footer and then you put it, the moment your club hits that ball, the gimme is nullified. See, I don't play that way. Um, when I walk, if I have a, t- uh, I would say three foots the max for me, the very max. A lot of them are one to two footers. Mm-hmm. I look at my playing partner. I say, "Hey, is that good?" And if they say, "Yeah," I put it anyways. And yeah, if I miss, that it still nullifies ca- it. If I miss. It doesn't matter. They already gave it no. to me. No. That's yes. Not, that that's the, defeats the entire purpose. The gimme, the whole purpose of it is to make it so you don't have to putt. But it's more so just me practicing my putting stroke. Yeah. Well, if you pick the ball up and move it, then you can putt it again. See, I, the, the so whole, I don't think that's so. That's literally the whole point of the gimme so, is that you don't have to putt it and worry about making it. So, Tyler, your mentality. No, I'm not worried about making I'm not worried about making it because the it, it's already given to me. So again, if I miss, yeah, it's given to you, but then you ignore the gift and putt anyway. So if I pick, let's say you give me a, a three foot gimme from the pin, right? Mm-hmm. I pick it up and I set it directly back down. You're fine with me putting that in? No, I'm not. Okay. Just don't putt it. Pick the ball and put it in your pocket. Okay. Then, then I, I understand yeah. then where you're coming from. I was, I was going to say, if you, the gimme is a gift. You can't look a gift horse in the mouth. You can't take a gift and then just say, no, I don't want it and putt anyway. You ever played graveyard gimmies? No. Anything six feet and under. No, but that sounds fun. Yeah, that's also a fun one. Especially if you're having a tough time in the green, just like play, like give your buddy graveyard gimmies. That's like the simulator. Six feet and under. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, six foot gimmies, graveyard gimmies. Mm. Um, that's, TYG. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, so. <sighs> well, we need to settle this debate. And we're going to end up having to post this, but this is the great debate. I If you give me a gimme, 100% of the time I'm picking that ball up. Because I have been taught, I have learned, and I also agree with that if you get a gimme and then you putt it, it is nullified. See, with these gimmies, though, again, I was internally giving them to myself. <laughs> <laughs> right, which is but I was a also, whole other can of worms. But I was putting them and making them. Yeah, that's, see, that makes sense because you're alone. That's correct. But if you give yourself a gimme and then miss, that's really bad. Because then someone didn't even give it to you. <laughs> You just gave it to yourself. So here, here's another thing, and I did not do this. 
I did not do this in the last round, but I will do this in other rounds if I'm not playing for score. Um, if I walk up to a ball and like I'm kind of in someone's line and I just want to like get out of their way, so I don't take any time lining it up, I don't like focus or anything on it, and it's maybe a two foot putt, but I didn't ask for someone to give it to me. I'm just like gonna go ahead and putt it out and make that. If I miss that putt, that sometimes it, sometimes in my mind it counts as a make. <laughs> and what a hot take that is because some, because here's the thing no. had i focused on that putt and lined it up i'd have made it 100 you don't know that i do though you don't know that because i know happen. myself as a golfer i would have made that putt had i f- <laughs> i can't tell you the amount of times i think the only t- i i can't tell you the amount of times i have said if i just focused and lined that up i'd have made that putt so i'll just <laughs> give it to myself i think the only didn't time- do that on saturday though i think the only time you can miss a putt and have it count is when it's like six inches away and you just fucking half-assedly like hit it with one hand trying to tap it in. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, those but, yeah. I would count those because you're just like getting it the fuck out of the yeah. way because you're not going to miss a six-inch putt. Well, especially if you give yourself that putt beforehand and then <laughs> no, miss it. No, no. It, it doesn't matter. So uh, so tell me this. So let's say you, hey. you hit a bomb. <laughs> you hit one from like 40 feet away and I'm standing by the pin and it gets within a foot. And I hit it back to you because that's a gimme. You're not going to bring it back over there, put it back down, and then putt it. A 40-footer? Let's say you hit, you have a 40-foot putt. Okay. And you get it a foot from the pin. And I'm already standing there over by the pin. And I just grab your ball, say, that's good, and throw it back to you. Okay. You're not going to take that gimme I just gave you, walk it back to the hole, set it down, and putt it. No, 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 no. No. Yeah. You're, that's what you're, how you're supposed to do gimmies. That's why they're throwing the ball to you. Because you're not supposed to putt the gimme. Yeah, but it's not. Uh, it's not all the time that your partner is throwing your ball to you. Yeah, like but, if it's a against if it's a two or three footer, you're already standing right there. But and if, you're over the ball. But if your your thought process was true, people would never be throwing the gimmies back to the person. They'd be like, "Hey, this is good," and then you'd have to come putt it. No, I don't yeah. think that's right. right. I mean, a four. I mean, a forty foot putt to one foot. That's an absolute gimme. Right. And that doesn't need to be putted out because I'm not standing over. I'm 40 What's feet away. I'm actually 39 feet away. What's the difference between you hitting an eight footer within one foot and then me giving you that? Because and then I you am going are, to putt it. Because that's a shorter walk from eight feet mm. than it is from 40 feet. <laughs> so it's about steps. So, well, it's about location. It's location based. Okay. So if it depends on how far I'm, I am away. Hey, if the cart is right behind me, I don't want to walk up and grab my ball. So just give me the, get, like, give the gimme that mm. you're going to give me. Give me the ball back and I'll go to the cart. Versus if it's a three footer, I'm already right there. So I, I might as well practice. I don't think you and I are going to find common ground on this. I think we need to send it to the people. Mitchell, this is our post for the week. <laughs> uh, it's okay. a great, it's a great yes. debate because um, this is back to the. We're speaking of great debates. At some point, we're going to get into the highlights of the Double Bogey Show for a hundred episodes, and obviously, our first moment of this podcast reaching an audience further than our fucking family members. Yep, was the hole in one debate on a breakfast ball. Yeah, it counts. I think that was the first first true debate in the first moment of this getting a little bit bigger than what it was to start. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Um, it counts. It counts. Yeah. We know. Yeah. It counts. God, you guys I, have discussed this. Yeah. I played another, I just, and for some reason there's people out there who don't believe that courses start with a par three. I played one last week, started with a par three. I've played another one. I can't remember what, I can't remember what course it was, but it started with a par three. There are courses out there that start with par threes. Um, so hole in one on the breakfast ball, Counts. Yes, it does. Especially if you don't get range time in. Yeah. 
Also, Saturday round, 80, didn't get range session in. Mm, interesting. But also, Pro-Am got a range session in. Yes. I, well, I'm, I'm going to stop myself yeah, right We'll there. take a break, and okay. then we'll do Pro-Am talk. Okay. Before we get into our next segment, we have to talk to you guys about the Carl's Place. Carl's Place! Um, Carl, you, do you mean our happy place? Our happy place. The best um, part about the office place? That is correct. Uh <laughs> And we haven't oh, really Carl. got much sim time in in the last week. I have. And when I say we haven't got much time in, I mean, I've only played like three times uh, <laughs> since last week. Yes. So, um, guys, Carl's Place is going to be your place to get any enclosure, launch monitor, um, anything like that when it comes to winter golf. And we're getting close. Course is going to be open maybe another two months if we're lucky. Yeah. If, so if we're really lucky. So now's the time. Um, head over to Carl's place. It's carlofet.com. That's carlofet.com um, f- for all of your simulator yeah. needs. You guys have seen our setup before. You've seen how much we play it. I guarantee you won't regret getting yourself ready for winter golf right now because when it comes winter time, hey. Like, don't wait until it's two feet of snow on the ground and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I'd love to golf. Do it now so that when there is two feet of snow on the ground, you're like, I can go golf in my basement. I can go golf in my garage. I can golf in my spare bedroom because it doesn't matter what space you have, Carl. The, the team there, they you show them your space and then they just help you build whatever you want for it. For you. Yes. So. And I, I look at this a lot like a home gym, which I have. Mm-hmm. And it's more so an, an <laughs> not investment. To uh, yeah, not to brag. I have a full home gym. Uh, more so of an investment because for me, I used to go to um, the the simulator, which is like a bar, restaurant, whatever, probably at least three times a month, if not four. Mm-hmm. And I'm spending at least 60 to 70 bucks every time I go. So you take that, you put it, you know, if you break it up monthly, you're going to have that simulator paid off in no time mm-hmm. for how much we golf in the winter. And well, the thing about this, Ryan, you never got close to breaking 80 before the simulator. Exactly. I have broke 80 on the simulator almost every time, actually. Nice. And that's because well, we, we're getting nine foot Nine gimme. foot gimmies. Why don't you put those gimmies? Well, because they already gave them to me. I'm just joking. Continue. The <laughs> uh, guys, Carl's Place is going to be um, your spot for all of your simulator needs this winter. Again, carlofet.com. Carlofet.com. Use promo code double bogey for 10% off all your enclosures. Um, launch and monitors. Launch monitors, all that good stuff. Uh, knock a little bit off the top. Oh yeah, and um, I mean the packages start at I want to say seven eight hundred bucks, yep. and can get as fancy and as full fledged as you want. Mm-hmm. Again, guy in, a also, gr- guy in a garage with a net and a hitting pad. That's all I needed to have fun, get some swings in. Up the game right now with Carl's place. Little uh, little bonus tip that's not golf related. I plan on watching the Vikings. On the simulator yeah, every also, Sunday. Yep. We have it hooked up. We have our PC hooked up to it so we can watch YouTube. We can watch TV, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you can almost, I mean, double it as a movie room. Too. I know Carl's from Wisconsin, but Skull, Carl. I know you're listening. Go Vikes. Skull. Um, all right. I'm not entertaining that. Okay. Quiet, Prince of Parmesan. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Pro-Am all right. talk. All right. Uh, played in my first Pro-Am. Yes. PGA Tour Canada. They were you the pro or were you the am? Um, I think I was right in the middle. I think I was the pro-am. Oh. Um, PGA Tour Canada, they uh, they brought us out. The P-Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great name. Yeah. Why don't they, why are they not calling it, why are they calling it the PGAC when they could be calling it the P-Jack? I don't know. Or the P-Gack. I don't know. 
Maybe we can ask. Them. These are questions we should we be should, asking. Well, you should have asked the PGA mm. Canada's head official at the pro am. Well, I didn't know. I unless I read his name tag, I didn't know his head official. I was like, hey, how come you're not calling it PJAC, PGAC, my guy? Well, okay. I was for a little while. Anyways. I was I was the official scorer. Yes. Mitch, well, okay, hang on, Mitch. <laughs> I just get so excited. It was such a fun time, <laughs> Mitch. Mitch. Mute yourself Mitch's now, little kid. Giggle. <laughs> I'm 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 in a rhythm right now. <laughs> Sorry, Mitch. I'm not um, so the PJAC is a great name, right? So PJ Tour Canada had us out for their event in Brainerd, Minnesota, at the at Craigan's Legacy mm-hmm. Courses. Oh, right next to Gravel Pit. If people were wondering, right next to Gravel Pit. Yep. And um, we went out on Tuesday. We shot a bunch of content. We shot some of our own videos. We shot a video for PGA Tour Canada with one of the pros, um, Justin Doden, good guy from Prior Lake, Minnesota. Nice. So he's like, you know, hometown boy. Oh, yeah. Not really hometown, but home state. Close enough. And uh, it was amazing. Like some of the shots that he would take, even during this video. Like, where do you learn how to swing like that? Where did you learn? And they're hitting did all these guys him? are hitting, all these guys are hitting blades too. So their club face is half the size of mm-hmm. mine. And they're striping balls. Um, it's also like, it's funny because I have something they want and they have something I want, correct? And here, here's what that looks like. When we're filming these videos, you know, these these guys are, they're golfers. They're not, they're not video guys. Mm-hmm. They're not showbiz guys. Um, so they're like, how do you guys do this? Like, you know, what, like, how do I do this different? What do I do here? And so I'm kind of like walking them through the process of like, hey, if you, if you mess up, which we mess up a lot in our videos, Literally just start right away again mm-hmm. because it's already fresh in your mind and then just keep letting it flow. So he's kind of like asking us about like, what's, how do you feel comfortable behind the camera uh, or in front of the camera? And I'm also like, dude, how do you fucking you strike a five alcohol? iron like that? Alcohol is a good one. Um, and these guys, they don't drink before tournaments. Oh, they can't, can they? They can. They can do whatever they want really? in the evenings. Why couldn't they drink before tournaments? Well, how come there's only how come only John Daly is exploring the sweet spot during golf tournaments? He's an anomaly. Yeah. I mean, look at DJ. DJ, uh, the amount of nose beers that he used to drink before tournaments. <laughs> I mean, actually, though. Yeah, yeah. You're and right. they're some they're some of the best golfers in the world. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, we were like having some beers while we're filming these videos, but they didn't drink. And I completely understand. Like they're there to do a job. They're there to place, I think, top 10 in PGA Tour Canada to move up to the Corn Ferry Tour. Mm. And then from the Corn Ferry, yeah, I wonder what, what the steps were. Kind of like minor league baseball. So PGA Tour Canada is, I believe, a step below um, the Corn Ferry Tour. So it goes P-Jack, Corn Ferry. PGA. P-Jack. P-Ja. Yep. PGA Tour. That's correct. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we did we did that on Tuesday, and then Wednesday was the pro am, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Which I will say right away, I was bummed that you weren't there. I was bummed I wasn't there too. I didn't realize it was on Wednesday. I could have came. I thought it was on Tuesday. So you made me go with Jade. Yeah, and you made me golf with him. Yeah, I I didn't know, and I honestly didn't know who you were gonna bring either. Well, I was like, I'm like, was I just gonna fucking go alone and selfie everything or what? I mean, I pro, I yeah, we I figured it out, no problem. But you decided to go with the liability and the the Sultan of Swiss. Yeah, both Let's of them. Let's go. And uh, but it was actually it actually went really well. We filmed the podcast Tuesday. We got a bunch of shit done Tuesday. Yeah, we went and chilled at the hotel. Um, went out for a couple beers that night with a buddy of mine that lives in that area. And uh, Wednesday was a pro am, so course check the radar and the radar is looking good in the morning but we don't tee off till 110 we're the very last group to go out okay now mind you before this um craigans has an unbelievable pro shop 
and bar restaurants. Did you buy a bunch of shit? I didn't buy anything. Really? No, I didn't buy anything. Um, so we're kind of like, you know, we get to the course at probably 1030 and we're hanging out. We're having a Bloody Mary, of course, beforehand, a little breakfast and uh, getting a little bit of food. And the accommodations that PGA Tour Canada had for us was unbelievable. Yeah, you guys came out with, like, they they stocked you up. They did. And we go to register for the Pro-Am, and we walk out, out of the restaurant, and I see a bunch of putters, tailor-made spider putters, which are top of the line. Mm-hmm. And I see a bunch of shoe boxes. <laughs> and I'm like, don't fucking tell me we're getting free shoes right now. Don't <laughs> tell me we're getting free shoes right now. Don't tempt me with a good time. Walk up. They're like, hey, what size can we get for you guys? <laughs> I mean, you got to be kidding me wait, right wait, now. Wait, 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 wait. Mitch, did you get golf shoes? They offered. No. They I, didn't offer Mitch. They asked They said they asked if you're playing, and you said no. Yeah. Uh, so Mitch maybe could have swindled himself a free pair of shoes, but Adidas... Golf shoes, the sweetest golf shoes I've seen. So I have retired my Jordan golf shoes. Hey, buy Ryan's Jordans. How much you want for them? Uh, 75. That's actually not a bad deal. Counter. Don't give your hand away <laughs> first. 75. I mean, I paid 125 for them. So we'll talk about that after yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we get up um, to the shoe counter and I try on it. I try on a couple pairs, find the one that that's for me, and I'm like, I, I'm wearing these. I was the only guy in the old pro. Wearing, wearing the new, new ones. Shoes. Yeah, I'm, I am that guy who gets something <laughs> new and wears it right it's, away. You're at the gift shop. You buy a shirt. You put the shirt on immediately. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and then we move over to the putters, and they're like, Hey, you want to? Uh, I think it was like 34 or 35 incher. And I'm like, Well, I want. A, I don't care. Give me a putter. I don't care. Give me the 34. Give me the putter. I'm getting out of here before you take it away from me. <laughs> um. And with that, again, I tell you, I was bummed that you couldn't make it because we have wanted to do something like this for a long time. Since we started Since it. we started the page. The Pro-Am, I think, is a, like it's a cool event that we, you know, can take part in. And um, I was bummed that you couldn't make it. And then I was also bummed that you didn't get to take part in the free stuff. Yeah. In the shoes. If anyone knows anything about me, I like free shit a lot. Um, you did give me a hat, though. I did give you a hat, yeah. yeah. And I got us a I got us a flag that's sitting behind you. Um, yeah. They gave that to us as well. Again, the yeah. PGA Tour Canada is super accommodating for us. But um, Tyler, I didn't want to come back without anything for you. So I did get you a little gift from the Pro-Am. Um, and again, PGA Tour Canada, they helped help me swindle this deal so that I could bring you back some because I was that bummed that you couldn't make it. So just give me one second. I thought the hat was my gift. Nah, it's cooler. Is it actually? No fucking way. Let's go. Thank you. What are goosebumps. Mitch, did you tell him what it was before I brought it out? Nope. No, not at all. Um, Fuck I wouldn't yeah, spoil dude. this. Dude, this is, I was so, talking to Jade last night too. And I'm like, is that the putter you got from the PG to the Pro M? He's like, yeah. And like, that's fucking sweet. So Tyler, um, yeah, dude. partially wedding gift, partially a gift because I was sad you couldn't make it. Thank um, you. Oh, it's the putter, by the way. Taylor made a uh, spider putter, uh, 35 inch because you're a little bit taller than me. And, Hell yeah. Uh, this is actually partially for Grandma Kathy as well because <laughs> so she can have her putter so back. She can have her ping putter back. Let's fucking go. Um, and the whole time I had that in my office, you thought that was mine. Uh, I did. But it wasn't. It was actually yours. Well, you were showing me it. And I'm like, that thing's sweet. I know. So um, I don't need it uh, because I got one, and I also have a brand new putter. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, that did you, is, where did you hide that? Right behind the deal. Right behind the backdrop. Nice. Good work, guys. Um, you pull off a successful surprise. Good. Yeah. I hope you like it. I uh, do. I think it's going to be a great putter. Um, I'm not. I'm not fucking. I'm not going to work today. I'm just going to go putt. Yeah. It's it. it they're really nice, and yeah. I'm not going to get an opportunity. I, I, I'll maybe hit mine a little bit, but again, I got the Odyssey, so I think this I'm going to back up. I'm going to leave the price tag on it, like you. With your Wilson, I mean, this putter costs a lot more, a than, lot more than my old Wilson putter. <clears throat> um, so that's the least I could do. Is Thank you. you know, I, I I went up to um our gal Sarah at the PGA Tour Canada. I said, hey, is there any way that we can get Tyler a putter as well? She made it happen. So thank you, Sarah, for doing that. Yes, thank you, Sarah. I don't uh, know you, but thank you. Yes. Um. So overall, it was an it was an unbelievable two days. Um. And I haven't even touched on the pro-am part of it yet. Yeah. So we get paired. There's, there's me, Jade. There's two members from the course, Tyson and Pete. Great guys. They're probably our age. Um, super great guys. They're members at the course there. So they know the ins and outs of all of it. And then, as you guys saw on the pod last week, Parker Cootie, um, University of Texas guy, um, he was our pro. And just watching these guys play was, it was like... It was unbelievable. There's no other word to describe it. They are so good. And to think that there are guys in the world that are like much better than them mm -hmm. on the PGA is like, holy shit, how does this even happen? Well, like, how, how, like, describe me, what did he shoot? Like, how good is he? So he Didn't was 12 he... under on the weekend this last weekend. And he won. The... And he won the tournament the previous weekend at 27 under through four rounds. Holy fuck. So the, I mean, the like the yardage books and shit like that. The notes that they're taking is like so that's next like level. That's like regular tour numbers. Mm -hmm. So what what is the skill difference truly? Because like I don't know. Because it's not really like you versus the next guy. It is, but it's more you versus the course, and those are the numbers that Rory's putting up. And right? I think I think it's it's more so youth. Um, like he's twenty two years old. And you still have to climb up the ranks to get to the PGA. So right. he could easily get to the PGA in the next couple of years. Yeah. But again, you gotta you have to wait your time. You have to play good in these in these. Is um, it is it a course difficulty thing too? Maybe. Probably, probably. And honestly, like Craigens was a beautiful course, but it wasn't as tough as I thought it would be. Okay. Um. So we roll up to hole number one, and it the format of this tournament is a two of five net shamble. Shamble. Okay, so the shamble part of it is you take the best drive out of your group, mm -hmm. and you you can you play from that drive. So everyone and plays their own ball from there. Everyone plays their own ball out from the best drive. Okay. Now it's funny. You'd think that you would take every one of the pros' drives, mm -hmm. but the pro we were playing whites. Mm -hmm. The amateurs were, and the pros were playing their their tees, which were yep. forty to fifty yards behind uh -huh, us. Uh -huh. So I think there was only one drive that we took of the pros. Wow! But you took all of his second shots. No, no, no. You play your own ball out. Oh, true, true, yeah, true. Yeah, you play your own ball out, and he's keeping his own individual score because all the pros are, I believe, playing for a uh, like a, a prize pool of five thousand oh, dollars. So sweet. if you win the pro am as the pro, so like they actually care what they amateurs do. they get. Well, no, because our score doesn't matter. They're keeping their own individual score again. So they, do they have to hit their own drive then? They do. Yep. So they go to their drive and hit it, but you guys hit the best one. Correct. Okay. So if they hit a drive and then we hit a drive, ours is better. We go play ours and he plays his. Gotcha. Um. So two of five net shamble. That's the shamble part. Two of five is that you take the best two scores net, meaning handicap is involved. So you're getting bumps on holes and whatever. Um. You take the best two scores from those holes and you add them up 
and that's your score for that hole. So if okay. two people birdie, um, you're minus two on that hole. The leader when we got to the course was 28 under, <laughs> which is understandable if you you know yeah you can get two birdies on a hole and add them up. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking, all right, we got this, especially you know, with handicap involved as well. Exactly, because like a par for me is a eagle with my hand right but also and jade got eight bumps and he didn't take advantage of any of those Mm. bumps and um the other two guys maybe got two bumps each i got five bumps i don't Um, know what that means uh meaning like you you get a stroke on the five like hardest difficulty holes okay 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 yes um that's not you can't get bumps on par threes so it's like par four par five you get a bump depending on difficulty um so we're six holes in and the sirens go off, meaning get your ass back to the clubhouse because it's going to start downpouring. What do they sound like? We're like the Wednesday, first yes. Wednesday of the month, first tornado Wednesday of the sirens. Month. Yep, tornado sirens, definitely. It was Jeez. spitting a little bit when the siren it was so, like, off. Yeah. Did you guys immediately know like this is our our call to come back? Or were you like, is there a fucking tornado coming? No, that, it's, it's the call to come back because we know okay. it's from the clubhouse. Um, and obviously, like everyone has fourteen lightning rods in their bag behind yep. them, so twenty-eight lightning rods per co- per cart. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, "Oh, son of a bitch!" Like, well, it looks like it's gonna pass here soon. So um, we hit our drives on number six, and um, <laughs> here's a good one for you, Tyler. I hit my second shot on number six, put it into the woods, and then the siren went off. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll just hit that one. I'll hit that one again <laughs> when I come back. I know what I know what to do different. I was gonna hit that shot again. Didn't matter." Um, so anyway, we're driving, um, past number 17. So we started number 10. This is number 16. We're on, we're driving past number 17 is a par three back to the clubhouse. And you got all these guys yelling like, what the fuck's going on? Hole in one. Hell yeah. Guy in the pro-am member at the course. Hole in one. Yep. Amateur. Um, right as the sirens went off too. So oh, I love that. that shit. I love that. We get back to the clubhouse and we hear that this guy has bought out a keg at the bar. So everyone, you know, limit it to one, but everyone mm-hmm. can start drinking for free beer. What an unbelievable time to get a hole in one when mm-hmm. there's 150 other people in the clubhouse. Yeah. The kind of shit. Good call. Good, Good call to buy the by keg. Him. That's a, pr- yes. I, I would say if you hit a hole in one, the best route to making sure everyone gets a free drink in the clubhouse is just go buy a keg. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's at like a tournament. And they'll yeah. probably give you a good deal on the keg. Yeah. They might charge you a little over cost, but they got to be giving you a good deal. Right. Because like, think about if he had to buy a beer for all 150 people. So let's, let's just, say 150 times. Let's just say six. Yeah. I was going to be nice and say four, but I don't know what the clubhouse is. Let's charging. just say five times yeah. five. That's 800 bucks. Yeah. The keg did not cost eight hundred bucks, no. and and as a member of the course, he he probably could have spit up eight hundred bucks pretty easily. But still, still but imagine yeah. like hitting and getting a hole in one, and like a like the scramble tournament we played two weeks ago. There's ninety golfers in it, and there's a bar. I I'm not. I don't have eight hundred bucks ready to just fucking like. Here's a beer, everybody. And yeah. there's a bar that is putting that scramble on, so you, like yeah. that's where everyone's going. Yeah, you have no choice. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was really cool to see right when the sirens went off hole in one bought a keg. We're hanging out um, in the clubhouse just waiting for the rain to pass and it's fucking downpouring and I keep (laughs) checking the radar and it's still coming and we're an hour into this rain delay and I look over into number 18 through the clubhouse and it is absolutely soaked. So we got Mm. the bad news from like the tournament director. They canceled that. They canceled the (sighs) pro-am six holes in. I didn't. I thought you guys got to finish. Nope. 
Fuck. Nope. We uh we got canceled six holes in. I was playing. I birdied the first hole. Mm-hmm. Only one to birdie it. Um, and I played pretty. I played pretty good through six holes. I was pretty impressed. Um, what I didn't tell you though is, before we hit the range, uh, or sorry, before the tournament, we hit the range at like ten thirty eleven. And with, with like the pros, all the pros are lined up, uh, <laughs> just getting their work in for the day, whether they're playing in the prime or not. All the pros are getting their work in, and I'm like, all right. I, what we had to do is we we're like too deep in line just to get on a spot on the range, and I'm like. Jesus, there's a pro on my left. There's a pro on my right. <laughs> and what club should I hit first? Don't fuck this up because they're going to wonder what the hell you're doing here. Mm-hmm. I had one of the best range sessions of my life. Hell yeah. Striping balls. And then Jade comes up. <laughs> shanking balls. No. <laughs> and I'm like. Do we have footage of this? And I, don't I, don't, think of I don't think so. Yeah. I had to go back and prep stuff for the tournament. Yeah. But I got stuff of Ryan, but not of Jade. Yeah. I'm striping balls and Jade's shanking balls. And I'm like, dude, you got to put your, that club away. It was this wedge, too. And of course, playing from the whites, we were just a wedge in after each drive. I'm like, you just got to put the club away, dude, yeah. and grab a new one. Yeah. So that was tough. I had a lot of fun in the range. He did not. Um, but I also had a lot of fun at the Pro Am overall mm-hmm. because, again, they put us up in a hotel. Um, they gave us this unbelievable tea box prizes. Um, it was, it was quite the experience and I know it's not going to be the last one. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, I, I'm glad it went well. Cause like, that is like hopefully a nod like, Hey, maybe we can do it again. Yeah. And I like, there was trophies for the winners of the program too. And I, I guarantee we would have won it. We were, th- we were three under through six holes. So I guarantee, yeah. <laughs> no, we had, I mean, 20, we had a chance. We had 2,500 to Jade, go through 12 Jade holes. gets on like he starts playing well. Yeah. But he see the thing is Jade can't hit shots off the fairway. He's a scramble golfer, mm. and we, all of our shots were off the fairway. That's a good problem to have. It is, but not for him <laughs> yeah. because he's a scramble golfer. So my question with the pro am is, how truly am are they? Are they true amateurs like most of them like us? Or are they all pretty fucking good? No, not all of them are pretty fucking good. Um, so there are a some lot of hacks. So well, a lot of it. A lot of the people playing are come from sponsorships at the tournament. So like, hey, if you sponsor um, this sign at the tournament, then we'll give you like we'll give you a spot in the program uh, to play. Okay. So I mean, there were some scrubs out there, but also like we were probably in the bottom tier. Like the two guys we played with were striping balls. Mm-hmm. And they they were good, but um, it wasn't like when I when I started to figure out when I see started to seeing some AMs hit the range. I'm like, okay, this is I, I don't need to be as intimidated as I think I should. Yeah, because I feel like I'd go into it super nervous until I see the other me out there that will dribble one off the tee quick. Yeah, and be like, oh, okay, we belong. Yep, exactly, and and we do belong definitely. Uh, well, and like Parker said last week, he's like, I don't want to play with some hardos. Yeah, yeah, he way. just wants to have fun. Yeah, because this is, he's this is supposed to be fun for him. This yeah, is he's supposed to relax him a little bit. Exactly. He doesn't want to play with someone that shanks a shot and just is pissed for the next three holes. Exactly. Yeah. And there was no we were we were we had uh, in six holes, I believe we had two or three Bevcart visits. Yeah, hell yeah. It was And great. The, the guys we were playing with, um, members of the course, they knew the Bevcart driver. So like it was it was cake. It was I love a cake that. Walk. I think um, my problem would be you know how excited I get for other people and their good shots. Yep. I feel like I'd be getting excited for the pro shots. Yeah. Because they're good for us. But I mean, like we were, bad for him. He'd be like put it 30 feet from the pin instead of 10. And I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, ah, I pulled that a little Yeah. Bit. We were getting pumped for him too. Yeah. Like, oh, great ball, dude. Great shot. Whatever. Um, because we wanted him, you know, he I bet he probably felt like an outcast with like mm. these four like 
amateur beer drinking golfers. And that's so him. weird to me to think that like he's the outcast at yeah. a professional tournament. Exactly. It was pretty fun though. I feel like, I mean, we threw his bag in the back of my cart and yeah. And Mitch drove his bag around and yeah. he so just caddied kind of a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. they have to walk during the program. They can't ride in a cart. Why? Uh, I, th- I think it's just rules. That's lame. Um, so the, the playing field is even mm. like they have to, they all have I mean, to walk even if they all have carts too. Yeah. But imagine that. So they played a practice round on Tuesday, Tuesday. probably. Pro-Am on Wednesday. Uh, full uh, round of 18 Friday, round of 18 Saturday, you make the cut. Uh, sorry, Thursday, Friday, make the cut. Saturday, Sunday, that's six rounds in one week. Jesus Christ. With one day off, that being Monday. Now, it's starting to make sense, like some of the, the tweaking injuries that golfers get. Yeah, from having to walk that many holes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was unbelievable time. Came back with some sweet stuff. It was only a two hour and 15 minute drive from here. And what we did get for the pro on being canceled was four free passes, um, to go golf Craigans again. The two other guys we played with Tyson and Pete, they gave us their passes since they're members. And they said, Hey, we'll give you these passes. If you guys promise to come back and play with us. So yeah, we got to go back to Craigans and this, meet up with those two and play, play sound around. like Google guys. They are phenomenal. I'm, I'm really bummed that we didn't get to finish it out. Yeah, we'll go play them. Yeah, we play against them. We I got a new putter now. They're, so they're way better than shit. us. Yeah, they're, wow. they're like they've never, I can putt now. Pete's like a two hand. They're probably both two handicaps. Mm. So, but we never lose in scrambles. And I will tell you, my one goal for the tournament was to take one of my drives, and I believe it was on hole number four. We took my drive. Hell yeah! Bomb squad. Hell yeah! Yeah, right down the fucking middle. Bomb squad. Eighty yards out. Was that the one with the dog leg left towards the back end of the the fairway, where it kind of it cut pretty hard left? Nope, nope. Um, that was a good drive too, though. Thanks for recognizing that one, Mitch. <laughs> hey, um, it I, just, it just I wasn't, do what I do. It just wasn't the best one. Yeah. Um, but I did have I did have one good drive. Felt good. Uh, wedges were striking well. Had I had my wedge game from the pro am this last Saturday, I would have broke eighty, no problem. Damn. Yeah, so. we were we were trying to do Ryan and I were trying to do a bit of like a. Uh, a golfer who talks to his ball because he keeps hitting it bad. Mm-hmm. And I I think it was after f- the fourth hole we played, I was like, Ryan, you got to start playing bad. I don't have, any, I know. I, I don't really have any bits. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was not talking. shocking myself too because I'm with like, I don't know. I tend to play better with people I don't know. That's interesting. Because I, f- I tend to focus more. I'm not smoking and joking as much. And I think I play better when I'm less focused on the game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Mm. It's a weird game. It is. Um, so it, uh, I'm curious as to what the next, um, event we can swindle our way into, but we'll get into <laughs> another one. We'll get you out to one Tyler. It's a really good time. Um, it's not as good of a time as golfing at a wedding, but it was still a really good time. So, uh, nothing can beat that. No, absolutely yeah. not. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with, um, the best moments of mm-hmm. the first 100 episodes, of the double bogey show. All right, guys, we're going to close out the podcast with some of the best moments, user submitted mm-hmm. moments, and some of our best moments personally of the first 100 episodes of the Double Bogey Show. Triple digits, baby. We made it. We made it we to made 100. It. And, Titles uh, just got one digit longer every time. Yeah. So, uh, again, if you can, send this to a friend. Let them know, like, hey, we're just like them. Mm-hmm. We're just average, we're average guys looking to drink some beers on the course. Um, send it to a friend. We want to keep growing the podcast, but first we also want to mention some of the best moments that our users have liked of the podcast and also that we have liked Tyler. I'm going to start it off with Tyler bots underscore 12, the pine to palm story arc. (laughs) 
And that, I think we've talked about this so mm-hmm. many times saying, hey, what an unbelievable like series of events. I think it it probably lasted for like a good month. Four episodes straight at least. It was like a fun storied long saga. That was yeah. a, that was a big jump for us too. It like, was. That was a the big the, that was kind of a legitimizing moment. Mm-hmm. Like we started getting for some reason people cared a lot about Ryan playing in this random tournament in Minnesota. Yeah. Um and it could not have played out perfectly. Like what happened was shit that people write to happen Correct. and it just <laughs> and so if you if you missed if you tuned in after the pine to palm saga um i signed up for a tournament a solo tournament last summer in mm-hmm. in august and i played a qualifying round which the, actually what all happened here was kind of a blessing because i met uh i met a like a now i'd say a good buddy of mine who i'll hey, golf, golf with every once often, in a while don't yeah you? um so i met him at qualifying uh, qualified for match the like the match play. Yeah, you shot like an 84. 84 qualified, yeah. qualified. Um, and then I got into match play, and I mean, you guys know how this all unfolded. <laughs> the shanks came in full force. It was literally the day after I had shot a really good round. It was for the, me personally. The Y word came into play the for yips Ryan. Came into play. Um, I. It was golfing against some sixty-some-year-old guy who I should have mopped the floor mm-hmm. with. And yeah, he for beat you, me you, five and four. You hung with him somehow. I know. And Ryan, you, uh, it was t- I was I was Ryan's caddy for yep. this entire saga, and by the fourth hole during the yips round, I just stayed in the cart and drank. Yeah, it was a lower point of my golf career, and I've gotten questions since then of like, "Hey, I'm I'm going through the same thing. How do you get rid of this?" Number one keep swinging mm-hmm. you didn't forget how to swing a golf club mm-hmm. number two get a couple lessons with a guy that you mesh with well mm-hmm. lucas at sweet shots he fixed me up he got me right and now i literally have not even thought about shanking a ball yep. i've maybe shanked like a handful of balls and in those the last are like year. just true accidental shanks yeah, the this pros like, even do them not like a mental shank like correct. you were having at the bind of Paul. correct um and not only did i get the shanks but what happened next was potentially even worse. Yeah, let's, uh, should we play a clip from it? Yeah, let's play a clip from it. It was a great tournament. I had a lot of fun. The guys guys we played with were super cool. The qualifying was fun. Um, so what happened was I lost Friday, okay? Yep. And then I had something come up Saturday that I had to tend to, and I was supposed to play Saturday. Yeah, you're supposed to play, the, there's a consolation bracket. You were supposed to play Correct. in the consolation bracket. Yep. So when I found out I was unavailable Saturday to play, I emailed them mm-hmm. at about 3 p.m. So I get a call Saturday morning and I can't answer because I'm tending to my other business. And they say, hey, uh, is this is, is Ryan Sheely? Uh, you know, you were a no-show this morning, so there's going to be consequences for that. And we take no-shows really seriously. And um, we're going to have to ban you for the 2022 season. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's... Oh, fucking I said, my God. I said, well, that's... Salt in the wound. And I emailed them back. I know I called them back and he didn't answer. And I, I didn't say this. I'm like, well, this is fucked up because I, I sent you guys an email. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 17 hours before I play. Right. And it's within a day's notice. That's about as early as you can get in this format. Yes, correct. So I'm appealing this this this, ban, this, ban. this banning. I'm a, 100% because I'm like, I reached out to you and like, do you not have a team on staff looking at emails to see if this happened? So I didn't hear anything yesterday. And remember, this was Saturday. I didn't hear anything right away this morning. And then I popped in my email this afternoon and it says, hi, Ryan. Well, an NS, a no-show, 
is different from a WD withdraw because I said I, ha- I had to withdraw from the tournament. Yep. So your ban for the 2022 season stands. Wow. What? Oh, Ryan, you're 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 the bad boy of the pine to palm now. Okay. So of course, I mean, if the yips weren't bad enough, I got banned from the tournament for <laughs> one year, and now the tournament's over. Um, I got this year. We we were gonna come back. You were gonna caddy for me, yeah. but I couldn't get in. I was 17 deep on the waiting list. They called me two days before my wedding, and they're like, "Hey, you're in if you want." Yeah, I'm like, sorry, I, I can't fucking can't, it. dude. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm sure that 18th guy was like, "Yeah, let's go." Yeah. But now 2023, I'm playing again, and I like I know how to play match play now, mm-hmm. and I'm in a really good spot mentally to just um, go out and I feel like shoot a good round. Just, I almost need to sandbag myself in qualifying. No, don't. Because then you get in a lower flight, and then you don't get as a better cool. chance to win. Better chance to get a fucking you don't trophy get as for cool this of podcast, a trophy, Tyler. though. It's the same. The same higher flight, yeah, but it says something different. That's true. Flight twelve out of fourteen, yeah. not great. You want to get flight um, four? You told me this. The guy who I lost to last year in match play ended up winning he his, won flight his flight this year. This year. I don't year. know what happened to him. If he just got gooder for some reason, he was in a lower flight than you guys were in last year. No, so. we were in twelve last year. He was in twelve this year as well. Mm. Yep. Um, I don't know if he just like got good, but he's like in his sixties, and there's no reason he should be winning this thing. Well, he's just Mr. Consistent. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So consistency. Um, I'm coming back, and I want him. I want his ass <laughs> again. Just uh, a little piece of advice from Caddy to you: If uh, when you come for his ass, don't put the gimmies he gives you. Okay. <laughs> or they'll count. That's fair. Well, in this term, you got to put everything out. Yeah. For yeah. validity purposes, they get, but you guys, you guys are giving each other gimmies. Okay, fuck. Well, I'm gonna ask. Yeah. There, there's no hurt in asking. What's yeah. the worst thing I can say? No, and then I just make the putt. Especially like if you know you lost the hole already. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm coming back 2023. It's a redemption mm-hmm. tour. Um, we're gonna we'll have another phenomenal story arc because so I this might... year, 2023, Ryan, we're opponents. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I'll... oh Tyler, you're gonna play. In it? What if we play each other in match? I see. Yeah, that's why I want a sandbag. Is because I want to. That would be fucking electric. You need to work on qualifying first. Qualifying know, last year was 86. I'm getting close. I'm low 90s now. Okay. Consistently. You got to hit 86 for sure to even have a chance. Like, if I if I put my best nines together, I just yeah. can't. I can't keep... I keep shooting a low 40s and then a high 40s, and it puts me into the low 90s. It's a different style of golf, and I think you'll play better, yeah. to be honest. Um, so yeah. And also, don't lose your ball marker. What do you mean? Because when you were caddying for Ryan, you kept losing. Oh, you no, lost we lost it on hole one. Yeah. It, just, it ended up being like in his back pocket or something. something. Dumb <laughs> like that. Um, Redemption Tour 2023. Great. Uh, yeah. Great story arc, Tyler Botts. Um, all right. The caddy girls. Grandpa Dave, Grandpa Dave, and Grandpa Dave. I can't tell what part they liked. Um, Grandpa Dave. Oh, okay. I mean, who doesn't like the guy? Yeah. There was a lot of people that submitted Grandpa Dave. I mean, I honestly, like, I kind of see him as like, like my unofficial grandpa. Yeah, and he loves that. Yeah. He he, he will adopt anyone to yeah. be his unofficial official grandchildren. Yep. We were at that tournament in Myrtle Beach, and I don't think anybody the entire tournament called him Dave. Grandpa. It was either just grandpa or grandpa Dave. Even the two guys we were playing with, one Ron, he's an older guy. Sure. He called him Grandpa Dave the yep. entire tournament. Uh, so yeah, Grandpa Dave has been around since. Yeah, we gotta and- get him back on. We've been talking about him since episode one, and he came on high 40s. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, came on high 40s, inside secret to Grandpa Dave's interview. Yep. He was so nervous. Uh, yeah, he was. He does not like talking in front of people. 
Luckily, it was just a room with four of us. Yeah. And he didn't realize he was talking to thousands of people. Correct. Um, but grandma told me that for the week before he came on the podcast, he practiced in the basement every night. Hell yeah. So he's just, I love that. He was just sitting in the basement practicing podcasting. And then the day of podcast comes, he like gives me a little nudge. It's like 1030 in the morning. He's like, you want to go into the bar and take a couple of shots? <laughs> <laughs> so he had like three shots going into the, and then Hell grandma was yeah, sitting dude. in the producer room behind. Yep. I think it was Cody. was the producer at yep. the time. And grandma was giggling. Grandpa was a little tuned up. Uh, but I think the clip we should play from grandpa's podcast is his quote. It's my favorite quote that yep. he's ever given me. So we'll play that from the podcast. One so. last thing before we close it out, grandpa, Dave, there's a lot of people that follow this page that don't take golf very seriously or that are just getting into it. Is there any words of advice other than just have fun with it that you can give to people oh, to be able to enjoy the game more? I just, I always said that just enjoy the game. Mm hmm. I always said I lost more in life than just a golf game. So, you know, it's a golf game. You're out there to have fun, especially at my age. You know, mm -hmm. you're just out there to have fun. Yeah. With your friends and stuff. Maybe have one or two beers after one or two. And stuff yep. like, you know, and go have a little supper and stuff like that with our significant others and stuff like that. So it's more of a time. more of a hanging out with your buddies versus oh, yeah. going to play golf. Yeah. Yeah. You just I've happen had, to be playing golf while hanging out with yeah, your buddies. Yeah, I've had a, quite a few golfers that friends of my age that we used to golf with are not there or are not able to golf anymore. Mm -hmm. So yep. my age would just be happy to be out there. I love that. Um, yeah. If you can't take anything away from that, then I, I think you're in the wrong sport. Yep. I agree. Uh, played grandpa again on uh, Tuesday during my mini moon. Cause Becca couldn't get yep. work off. So she'd work till three every day on her mini moon. Okay. Um, kicked my ass again. Uh, but classic tied him on the back nine. Or lost him by one, I forget. But I almost had two hole-in-ones that day. Gran I saw that. Grandpa was there to witness. I yeah. immediately sent you videos of them. Almost had two hole-in-ones. Almost, yeah. Almost <laughs> doesn't fucking count. I missed one of the birdie putts, too. Hey, we're going to get one eventually. Yeah. We will get one eventually for how much we're playing and the vibes that we put out when we're either shooting videos or what. We're going to hit one. Yeah. I just hope it's on camera. We play too much golf to not hit one eventually. I know. I know. We're going to hit one. Yep. We will. Um. All right. Next one, Sue underscore Nielsen. I'm going to have to ask if any of you have ever golfed at a wedding. <laughs> great, great moment. I heard it's so much fun. If you go to a wedding, put the sticks in the car <laughs> because you're going to regret not having them. And it's better to have them and not use them than to not have them and want to use we them. We don't need to put a clip into this because that was word for word <laughs> yep. what he said in the last one. For now, I mean, what <laughs> could make a wedding even better is when you head out to the the hole right off the clubhouse. Yeah, do you ever play in like just your wedding clothes? I did play in my oh, wedding clothes that day. Was it fun? It was great. I bom <laughs> bombed two drives down the middle. Yeah. Par and birdied. Mm-hmm. Because you're a little stiff in those so, pants. Less, less yeah. motion for the ocean to fuck up with. Correct. So great moment. Again, put the sticks in the car. Better to have them and not want to use them, <laughs> not need to use them. Um, so that, that's a good one. Uh, okay. A underscore Shoemaker24. Talking about the infamous 360 degree rule. Oh, yeah. That's also a really good one. Yes, I still is. catch a lot of flack for that, but I'm telling you to this day. Yeah, I'm done doing it. I did it. You talked me into doing it, and I did it, and... Yeah, but you probably just didn't do it right. <laughs> well, I did everything you told me to. I literally stood there, turned in a circle. I'm like, I don't see anybody. I'm picking this ball up. 45 seconds later, 
death metal playing in their cart come bounding over the hill and they just do laps back and forth right over the ball and Connor and I just look at each other I'm like I'm gonna put this ball tuck that way back into the glove box so no one can see really? it I uh, used that ball lost it in two holes later so ev- evidence gone karma yeah um, uh, I could- still stand by it because there was probably a blind tee box you couldn't see there was definitely was blind tee box um, I'm leaving that ball there because again unless I can see every tee box around me I'm gonna leave it there. Uh, I'm I'm gonna leave it there. Well, that would have been nice to know in your original definition. Of yeah. That. Well, we're still exploring the whole concept mm. of the 360 degree rule. But let's let's play the 360 rule so people know exactly what yep. we, were, we were talking about. This is the 360 degree rule. If you walk up to somebody's ball in the fairway and you turn 360 degrees around, and no one is within, let's just say, three to four hundred yards. That ball is yours. But what if they're playing from a position you can't see them? Yeah, it's the gamble. Like they hit a shitty shot because they're down and in it the falls ditch. within the 360 degree rule. This is what how you avoid the <laughs> awkward confrontation. And the awkward converse, co- confrontation has only happened multiple, like multiple times, like only two, multiple, maybe two or three in the last like couple years. It's not as extreme as you think it is from my end. Like <laughs> Ryan's like, taking him off the green. He can't no, see anybody. Like, par, like you know, par three. Par, uh, we get like I get done with a par three. The guys behind us hit. Like guy hit. Guy shoots one over, and I'm driving in the next hole. I'm not gonna go and take his ball. This is I'm t- I'm telling you it's literally do one spin. If you can see somebody within 300 yards, you leave the ball. <laughs> if you can't see anybody at all, that's fair game. It sounds like Ryan's stealing balls and, yeah, helping, no, and helping people look for them. See, I mean, there's always more to come on the 360 rule. Yeah, it's an ever developing rule. More so of like what do they say? Follow your gut and not your heart or follow your heart and not Well, I play with my heart, not my gut. Okay. So follow your heart. Well, no, it's heart and head. So follow your heart and your head. You're supposed to follow Follow, your gut, you guys. Follow the wind. Just follow what you think is right. And if someone does come looking for the ball, get the fuck out of there. Run. (laughs) Get scram. So I claim no liability as to what happens to you on the course if you do not follow the 360 degree rule book which I have not yet published, mm-hmm. still coming out, a lot of exploration to do. I'm really excited for that. You can do like book signings and stuff. Yes, and, exactly. Yeah. I mean, people will never have to pay for balls again. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that was also a really good one. Uh, next is Jacob Starry. I loved Tyler drinking that sweet no, dog brew. No, you fucking didn't, Jacob. Went, went down easy. No. <laughs> You, did this is well before I know, Mitch's but I've, time. I've seen the clip and it's absolutely hilarious. It was awful. Yeah, what happened? How did that even happen again? It was with Cody's podcast. We did a bet. Um, oh, for your top, your top three drinks on the course, and, and then we, we did and a we poll. Voted, yeah, and I got last, and Dalton got first, and it was a pick the punishment, but sure. the whole group had to agree on it. Yep, and he landed on you have to chug a dog brew. Bushlight dog brew. Yeah, which is meant for dogs. It yep. is literally just a really gross beef broth, like soup type thing in a it's can. It's warm too. Yeah, warm. Luke and you're warm. supposed to dump it over dog food to like moisturize the dog food. Yep. And the biggest mistake we made when chugging that was pouring it into a clear glass. Yeah. Because I could see the chunks floating. Shotgunned it. There was like little spiderweb filmy looking ass things in there. Yeah. The smell just escaped. What I loved, and you said this in the clip, is like, oh, it's in my beard. Yeah. I can smell it. It's in my beard. Yeah. 
That and mm. you got to brush your teeth after that too. I'm getting a little queasy thinking about. It. I I almost let her loose yeah. a couple of times. So maybe we can play that clip now. I don't know how good audio it is. It's just be me gagging. Yeah, but. we'll roll the clip. <sighs> Do you want to explain to the folks at home what your punishment was uh, for last place of the draft? Uh, I have to chug a Bushlight Dog Brew. In the pocket, by the way, Tyler just pulled that out of his pocket for those just listening. It is a dog brew by Bush. This is as, about as bad as it gets for me personally. They were talking that they were going to give me some nasty shot that was like tequila and yag. I a million percent would rather do that. I'd throw up on that versus this. I would rather shit in my hands and clap. Tyler, let's quit talking about it. Let's get into it. Grab the glass. Do you want me to pour it for you? No. Okay. I'm going to let you do this. Uh, again, this is an audio. This is an audio podcast. But if you don't get a chance, I already smelled it. Ooh. Uh, you oh, it's even, going you in the glass right now. Either. Oh, it's very. Uh, yikes! It looks like it's very um, clear. There's no chunks yet, though. No, it looks like pickle juice. Honestly, uh, on the, on the way into the glass. So that's full. That baby's full. There's luckily for you, Tyler. It kind of looks like a vodka lemonade. If we add a little bit of ice, do you want to ice it down a little bit? No. Oh, oh, I can smell it. Fuck, dude. Okay. All right. Okay. Give, Ryan, give me a motivational wait, moment. Tyler, I want you to crush this dog brew like you'd crush your first drive off the tee box. Beers are flowing easy. Go get it. Don't think about it. Plug the nose. Just drop it straight down. Can I give you a countdown? Three, two, one. Dog brew. Get it. Get it. Open the back of your throat and just chug it. Go, Tyler. You're almost at the end. Go, Tyler. Oh. 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 He's gonna oh. 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 <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he, had, he had to leave. He had to step off. off uh, he's offset. good, though. So, I'm an audiovisual he's here. Back. Oh, he he's back. He's back. He's back. He saved it. Breathe it out. <laughs> oh, I can smell it. You just burped. I think you just burped. <laughs> it's in my mustache. That's why you can smell it. <sighs> I'm not okay. <laughs> I, oh, I'm shaking. That's going to make... Uh, it, is, it is halfway up. I am battling here. I am in a battle, Ryan. I'm in an absolute battle right now. Don't talk to me. Holy shit. <sighs> I'm speechless. And there's a no. <laughs> uh, short breaths. Just short. <laughs> in and out. So gross. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I, okay, we I can. still have flashbacks every time I see dog brew. Yeah, we'll move on from that one. Thank you. Because um, that that, it's making me queasy as well. Mm -hmm. Thank God I didn't lose. Um, so thanks, Jacob, for that submission. Another great moment. And then we have a couple extra quick mentions. Austin.B99, literally every second. Oh, thanks, man. Love you, bro. Love you, too. Uh, we, we enjoy it. This is our favorite podcast to do. We do um, We're like two, 17 two other ones, three podcasts. other ones. And this is by far our favorite because we enjoy the game. We enjoy mm -hmm. talking about it. We enjoy relating as much as we can to you guys. So um, thank you for that, Austin. Uh, and the last one, Thomas Maxfield, episode 69, all of it. Shooter. That was the Shooter McGavin episode. Yeah. Shooter needs to get signed by Liv. Either he He's needs a to commentator, get, like a sideline reporter. Yeah, sideline reporter. That'd be tight. Um, and then he also, I hope, with PGA 2K23 coming out, I hope you can play with him on there. That would be sweet. I know you can play with Tiger. You can play with MJ. You can play with all these different guys because before you just had to like create your own. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I hope you can play with either Happy Gilmore or Shooter. That would be electric. I bet you that'd be like a DLC. Yeah. Like you get the Happy Gilmore package and you can play as Chubbs. Yep. Play as Shooter. You that'd can play as Happy. I'm pretty sure I saw um, the guy that played Shooter McGavin. He did a promo for 2K23. He did, yeah. I've seen really? him a couple times. Yeah. So I don't know if- his name is Chris McDonald, right? Chris? Yes. Yeah. Who? Yeah. I, his name is Shooter McGavin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one else knows him outside yeah. of that. Uh, the shooter, the shooter thing was electric. We should play that. Just okay. Yeah, it. yeah, that was a good one. Because Ryan's reaction is like, "Wait, who is this?" Because that's when I had the shanks yep. too. Play it, Mitch. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Wait, stop it. Who is this? A shooter. Shooter McGavin here. You got the yips so bad that you shank almost every single shot. No more yips. Okay, that's the T-shirt you should buy. No more. Yips! I don't get the yips. And you know why? Because golf is a game, all right? It's fun. And I'll see you at the ninth green at nine. Yeah, a little secret of the pros. Oh, and Ryan, something nice. <laughs> Have a great one, man. Shoot up! Out! Wow! <laughs> Shoot up! Okay, we did have one more. Oh, yeah. I know what this one is. Jacob Matz. This has got to be fucking Mitch's buddy. It's or his, no, it's his burner account. Mitch submitted this himself. No, no, no. This is a buddy. This is, can confirm this is a real person. One of his favorite... Oh, oh, really? Because you know him? <laughs> I do know him. That, so that's bullshit, Mitch. You put this list together and you know this guy. Uh, apparently, Jacob Matz's top uh, moment from the first 100 episodes is Mitch. And I don't, I don't understand that. Maybe it's, either Mitch paid him or texted him to do this. Or homie loves cheese and, knowing and he Mitch, loves Nick, Mitch's nickname. Mitch will literally cut a clip out of this um, yeah. and then cut to him, himself 15 times exactly. and post it on the page. It's, you know when Mitch was producing, if the clip we put out on Instagram or TikTok or wherever has Mitch in it a ton because he'll just insert himself giggling. Yeah. And like Ryan will say something just like, like golf is a sport and then it'll cut to <laughs> Mitch and be like. <laughs> That's like he's right now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, Mitch, we like having you around. Um, we it's do. a good, good time. Anyway, yeah, yeah. There's a, a a secret competition that you now know about between you and Jake, and who's going to get the chair. So yeah, the chair is wide open. It has been for a hundred. Well, I failed episodes, the last so. time I had this competition open for me, so I can't let <sighs> you, you did. down. Matt beat you, but I know. here we go. Um, phenomenal list of top 100 moments. There's a ton of other ones that were submitted, mm -hmm. so thank you guys for doing that. We're going to keep doing user submitted stuff because it seems like you guys really like that. Yes. And we also get a lot of good topics to talk about. There's. Do you want to do a couple of our own personal favorites? I do. I do think we should do that. You go ahead first. Um, my, my personal favorite, obviously, I'm extremely biased, with Grandpa Dave. Okay. But yep. uh, a close second, uh, Old Man Iron Man. We're doing the podcast behind Cody's dad's hunting club. Yep. And Squatch, big man, just decides in the middle of the podcast to fucking Jump. cannonball into a, a disgusting ass slew. A slew. And we got it on camera. Mm -hmm. So like we we paused the podcast to go run and turn the tripod around so we could get Squatch diving into this <laughs> slew. Unbelievable human. Uh, that doesn't happen on a lot of podcasts. No. I promise you. Tarps were off. Uh, jean shorts were on. Yes. Jumped into the slew, yep. soaking wet, and we still had a couple hours left of the event. Yeah. And like we were all tuned up for that episode. Yeah. Like we were taking breaks to go play beanbags in the beanbag tournament yep. from the podcast. We had like spectators in the background. Yeah. Squatch that was, was hammered. That podcast was all over the place. Yep. That was a phenomenal moment, though. Yes. Good, good times. That one was um, submitted quite a bit, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, my right, mom, rightfully so. My mom submitted that one. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. She wanted yep. me. Yeah, so thanks for covering that one, Tyler. Yeah, I got you, Carla. Um, I would say I don't have a favorite moment that sticks out. I have a combination of moments, and it's a little bit different. Like, it's a little bit different than 
what yours was, Tyler. Mine is like the opportunities that we've been presented mm-hmm. throughout um, the content and the podcast and those opportunities being going to the Ryder Cup and people saying like, hey, Breakfast Ball, I love you guys. Yeah, stuff. that is sweet. That is fucking awesome. Um, the PGA Tour Canada Pro-Am, mm-hmm. obviously phenomenal experience. Not as good as golf and I wedding, still phenomenal. <laughs> waste management. Waste management Unreal. was another one. And within the waste management, we golfed 40 some holes in like like a day and a half. Uh, we played a 2v2 uh, hole against the Caddy Girls. Mm-hmm. We shot Beat some them. content with them. We had them on the podcast. Um, we got to witness from hole 17, we got to witness a hole in one on number 16. What we witnessed was beers at the top of the grandstands mm-hmm. flying in the air and people going absolutely crazy. Seeing all those guys golf um, and how just unbelievable they are. Mm-hmm. Um, just the trip down there in general. We've taken two trips to Arizona. We played a lot of golf. We went to the Waste Management, the Ryder Cup. Um, we're supposed, supposed to go to the 3M Open. Had a kid the week before. Mm-hmm. So we'll it have happens. to make that happen this next year. But yep. um, it's more so of all that stuff and a combination of the opportunities that that we've been we've been given. Um, and I feel like you know, we've kind of earned them too because we've been consistent with the podcast. We've literally never missed a week mm-hmm. in 100 episodes. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been late like a handful of times, but we've never truly missed yeah. a week. Well, it's when Ryan's got to go like shovel eight feet of snow yep. out of the parking Something lot. like that. Yeah. yeah, some ridiculous scenario like that. But um, it's truly because we enjoy doing this, and um, I'm excited to look forward to the next 100 episodes. And when on episode 200, when we look back and be like, "Remember we went to the waste management, the Ryder Cup?" Well, dude, in the last 100 episodes, after we talked about that, we literally golfed in the waste management pro am, or we golfed in the Ryder Cup pro am, or we had fucking whoever Bryson DeChambeau or Cameron Smith on the podcast or somebody like that. Um. I'm looking forward to those opportunities. I don't know what they are yet, but again, because you guys are listening and pushing the content, we have the opportunity to do that. So thank you all. Thank you for that. Seriously. Um, so that's a wrap. Enough of that sappy bullshit. Uh, you guys know I like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What are you guys smiling at? Mitch, what is your favorite part? Oh, sorry, Mitch. Well, I, I, I forgot because... <laughs> we made eye contact. I was like, all right, we're well, going to just roll with it. Again, Mitch has only been on for like 15 episodes. Have you even been on that many? Uh, I think five, four. This might be number oh, four really? or five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's but, your favorite but, of the five? But here's the thing: you edit all the stuff. Yeah. You I, chop it together. You post it. I'm sorry, Mitch. <laughs> what is your favorite through the first 100? I got, I got two. Uh, Scott, and before you start, Mitch is might be one of the few that has listened to almost every single episode. Mitch has listened to more episodes than you and me. 100. percent Yeah. Sure. I got to make sure you guys don't say anything bad. That is true. Oh, wow. We're that pretty we're pretty PG. <laughs> PGAC. <Fuck> you, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, no, uh, my first moment I absolutely love was when I was producing an episode and I told you and uh, I told you guys that my home golf course doesn't have like range buckets. Yep. And you guys did not believe me. You called up the course on the pod live <laughs> and they didn't answer. Well, no, they did. You called, you called them back. Oh, yeah, 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 they did. They did, yeah. Yeah, you called them again, and they picked up, and they were like, yeah, you got to bring your own balls out to the range. Which is still unbelievable I in just, my mind. I like. I just absolutely love that you tried calling me on some BS, and it wasn't even true. 
I know. I still can't believe that. So like, you got to go pick your... I wasn't here for this episode. Where Do you got to go pick your yep. own balls up? Yep. My brother, I went Fuck golfing with that. him a couple of weeks ago and he hit the range while we were waiting for my parents to get out to the course. And yeah, he was out there, went and picked up all of his balls, found a few more and then came back. It's actually not a bad spot to find more balls. True. Because yeah. you know, everyone out there is not trying to find every one oh, of their yeah. balls. But yeah. And you lose track of them too. If you I mean, hit. you can work on your wedges. Just hit the... Just yeah. Shoot for the first pin, find them all, and then go look 300 yards out. Chances of me pulling out a driver on a range where I got to retrieve my own ball are zero. God, no. That was a good one, Mitch. Yeah. Uh, Second moment has to be my first, like, ever edited piece of content to blow up. Oh, yeah. That was Christmas party when you got super, super shit canned. That was Tinder for golfers. Yeah. Coming off of... Sorry, we did get a couple of submissions about the Tinder for golf um, storyline, too. Never, Uh, It never happened. Yeah. I just like the all the listeners to know that when Mitch celebrates, he fucking celebrates. Shit faced. It was a good, good time. Yeah. Mitch uh, rolls into the Christmas party already borderline blacked out. He's like, We fucking hit a million, dude. <laughs> it's like, on what? Is TikTok. <laughs> and at the end of the night, you literally well, number one, you pissed on the patio. <laughs> yeah. And number two, I don't remember that. You went face down. And basically kissed Miles' boots. Yeah, I do remember falling. That that I I don't remember how. Did you close trip or were you just like a tree in the wind? No, he basically just fell over, face yeah. down, it kissed Miles' boots. And I always say too, like you laid there for a couple seconds. <laughs> Had you just sprung up right away, we probably would have kept you around for a little longer but because you laid there for a couple seconds we had to get you an uber and send you home yeah well yeah and i don't remember it i mean i remember falling but that longer but because you laid there for a couple seconds we had to get you an uber and send you home yeah well yeah and i don't remember it i mean i remember falling but that Probably after I took the tequila shots, it's a pretty mm-hmm. easy night. And then you woke up in, in your shower. Yeah, I woke up in my shower. It was like At 6 like 6 a.m. Th- yeah, it was like 6, 6.30 in the morning. I was like, this is Mitchell. skin's free pruny. Holy shit. Oh, God. It's all right, though. I'm good. It was- <laughs> you made it. You survived. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. welcome yeah. to number 100. Uh, yeah. I remember at one point we were like pretending to take shots with Mitch and they were just water. No. no, no, we did a water chugging contest. Yeah, you and I did a water chugging. Oh, chug. yeah, just like, to get more. I was like, yeah. Mitch, I bet you I can drink this water faster than you. <laughs> and I was like, no way. I'm way better at chugging water. <laughs> yeah. That was him. good. And he was all in. He's that like, was yeah, good. Yeah, I can fucking beat you. <laughs> there, Yeah, there will definitely be some, uh, maybe some changes. Maybe not a full Chris, open bar, Christmas but maybe party's like, going to be different this year. Maybe like some free kegs. Yeah, we're going to have to like also post some shitty stuff so no one's celebrating at yeah. the Christmas party. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay though, Mitch. I I understand. That was a, that was a great clip. It was a great couple of episodes we talked about that. Also, all the guys who sent us a DM saying, "Hey, I already got this in the works. Like, how can we negotiate something?" Yeah, where is it? Where is it? Yeah, you're Don't all see full it. of shit. I shit you not. There was ten people. More than that. More than that. We still get DMs like, "Hey, I just saw your Tinder for golfers post. I've actually been working on it. Name and all." Yeah. It's like, no, and you're not. Basically, I already have a beta version ready to go. I'm like, okay, well, can we can we see it? He's like, well, hey, a couple more weeks, whatever. Yeah. There's this one guy I want to punch in the face because <laughs> he was the biggest. Oh God, he sucked. Um, and I can't remember his name. If I did, I would say it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he. I know who you're talking about. I know the name. He sucked. Um, so hope you're doing well with that. And um, hey, but we have the Instagram handle for it, so yeah, good luck. That is true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, we do have uh, yeah. S- yeah, swinger at swinger golf. We got like 300 some followers, 
Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Those people are looking for not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I promise you. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, I mean, I followed the page. They, just, w- they looked up swinger and that popped up and like, yeah. yes, <laughs> that was probably one of our best ideas we've had. Yeah. Um, it even got the attention of Rick Shields, who what Tyler would like to say <clears throat> is copied the idea. Yep. Um, uh, we hashed that out. Me and Rick's guy, guy. Guy, yeah. yeah. He, he reached out and said, yeah. hey, we we're promised good. we didn't do this. So we're, we're yeah. good. Um, I would like to play Rick in a match, though, 2v1, me and you against him. I do think we could beat him. I think we could, too. Together? Yeah. So my new putter? Yeah. We'd crush him. <laughs> hey, next 100 episodes, that might be the yep. favorite moment. Yep. So, uh, guys, thanks again, as always, for listening in, into episode 100. Um, OUBetcha.com. We got the new uh, Back Nine Blessing shirts, which I'm wearing. Little I, fa- little fairway fluid action. Ryan and I wore the exact same outfit today: hat, black shorts, fairway fluid shirt. So I had to throw yep. on the throw on the kickback jersey just to, so we were looking different yep. today. Uh, we got the Tyler and myself again are wearing the <laughs> uh, the white Bevcart regular hats. We uh, do you have black flip flops on too? I don't know. I have Thank gray um, gray Travis Matthew shirt Good. shoes on. Good. It's a golf brand. I, I've heard. I'm wearing of it. golf regular regular like. Day to day shoes. Golf shoes? Uh, no, but it's it's his stupid. new Adidas. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> learned his new shoes from the pro am. So all the merch is on the website. The white Bevcart regular hats are restocked and they are fire. So go check it out. Oh, you We appreciate all of you as always, and uh, we look forward to the next one hundred. We do. I can't wait to do this again in another hundred episodes. See, See you guys next week. You can almost do like a look back at episode one hundred. Like where are we now? Yeah, we could. Yeah. See you next well, week. Yeah. Bye. Love you. Love you. Well, that's a breakfast ball.